0: Uh, good to everybody. How are you all? Sorry if you don't recognize. Today's shear is being sponsored by Dr. Mark Berkson, in honor of his wife, Varda Pnina. Rabbi, Yisrael, don't forget you can still honor your wives. We don't have to just sponsor sheirim for yard sites, etc. There's other geshmacher reasons to do so. You hear Eli Kamianski? You hear what's going on? All right, um, we're very late, so I'm just not going to waste time with emails. From Ben Lapidus from Lakewood. Rebelli, I think he's from Lakewood. I just want to know that the email you read a few weeks ago from the person in the process of conversion. Hold on a second. I have to get back to my screen here. Oy vey. Is Lev on on tonight? Does anybody see Lev from South Africa? Nope. He's not on. Anyway, so Chaval. I'll have to read it from a different time. Uh, He says like this, I just want you to know that the email you read a few weeks ago from the person in the process of conversion, sorry I forgot his name, Lev, was a biggest iris and help for me while sitting on the floor trying to be Miss Abel on the Base HaMikdash. I hope I somehow was from the Misablam on Yerushalayim, and together with everyone will be zaychah, leroys, bivinyana. Thank you again for gevaldikish yurim Byamla lapidus. So you never know which, who gives a service to who. And uh, he had his service from the Ger, in the process of Gerus. So beautiful. Do I have, you know what? No, I don't have my phone with me, and I don't have, all right. So let's just go. By the way, we reached a tremendous milestone we hit our goal. We have over 100 different locations for the upcoming seum, which is unreal. Some locations have one person per location, some of them have many people. So the amount of people that are gonna be mishtatev, I have no idea, but in terms of locations and many different exotic locations, it's very cool. We have Brazil now, it's very cool. We're gonna, I think, Be'ez Hashem tomorrow, the list should come out for the website because people are complaining that they, they haven't seen the list yet and uh, they need some time to organize, so that's the good news. All right, we're holding where we need to be holding. Daf Kufman Ches is today. We're holding the last last words of Kufman Omid Ve'ein If you have a broken bone, says the Mishnah, and we don't understand when we read it, what's going on here? You can't you can't fix a broken bone on Shabbos. s'hever. You can't. Omar Rabbi Chono Bagdiso Omar Shmuel says Shmuel, top of Kuvmim Chesom Adalav, Halacha Magzirin is Hashever. So says Rashi, look at Rashi, Halacha, you would think that he argues on the Mishnah, says Rashi, Svirilei Lishmuel That was his girsa in the Mishnah. It's not that the Mishnah says you cannot fix a broken bone and Shmuel argues and says the Halacha. No. He had a different gears in the Mishnah. In fact, you could fix a bone. Well, especially if it's going to create damage, a lifelong damage, you're allowed to fix a bone. But that's not Lacha anyway. He passed in the you're allowed to fix a bone on Shabbos. Rabbi Ikla Rabbi went to Huda. So he didn't go into the shear that Rabbi Huda was giving. So imagine let's say, us, right here, I'm giving a Dafyoyim and I hear that Reb Chaim Kenevsky is coming to town, it would be such a covet if he would come to the shir, and we could take pictures with him, and it's a whole, you know, we'll just elevate the whole shir. He doesn't want to come. So what do you do? You send the by and you steal his coat. You say, hey, you could come, if you don't come, I'm going to take your coat. Take your jacket, take your frock, so he grabs Reb Chaim Kenevsky's frock off. Reb Chaim Kenevsky sees this guy means business, also, Garibay took off his frack. Also, so he comes. There's no choice now. He didn't have Gabayim in the whole thing. He needs his coat back. Ashkechei, Reb Chaim walks right in. The Kedoresh, when he's giving a drasha. Ein machzir sa'sheber. So, not Reb Chaim but it's... Rav Chaim hears Rav Yehuda, the famous Rav Yehuda saying that if there's a broken bone, you don't put it back, you don't do a cast on Shabbos. So he says Stop That's not the halacha You're directing the wrong thing Halacha Like he doesn't even open up his mouth He's already starting the shir And he already has a hara You should know You're saying the wrong halach. The halacha is you could fix a broken bone So Rabbi Yudah says Chana lives over here In our place All the names you mentioned They live right over here and believe it or not, I never heard this halacha. So it makes a lot of sense that I stole your coat. Listen, if you wouldn't have shown up here, I would have missed a beautiful halacha. So instead of him being insulted and embarrassed, Rabbi Yudah, he was very excited that Rabbi Avakana showed up and fixed him and corrected him and said that halacha is you're allowed, you allowed to fix a broken bone because that's in fact the halacha. So the Mishnah continues to say, "What if you have a dislocated hand?" Rav I have Yosef Yosef, am sorry. Rav hand was dislocated. I'm, am I allowed to put it back? He says also. So, no, so he shows him. He does some sort of move with his hand. He goes, "How about like this?" No. How about like this? No. He was moving his hand around in so many funny ways that his hand went back into place. The dislocation disappeared. So they explain here that it wasn't that he was trying to do it on purpose and put it back in. He was just asking him, And Rav Yosef wasn't that perhaps that's what he was trying to do, some trickery. What was your question, B'chalel? It says, it's a Mufurushe Mishnah. Read the Mishnah. If you have a dislocated arm or foot, don't put it in cold water. You could rinse it regularly, and if it heals, it heals. But it says in the Mishnah, you cannot fix a dislocated arm. But wait a minute. The Mishnah is a little off. Why? Because the Mishnah says, you cannot fix a broken bone. So the whole Mishnah is a little off. So if the Mishnah is off, okay. So maybe the, the part with the dislocated arm is also off. It's a famous Lashen. The Gemara says, what? You're going to put it all in one stitch? It's one stitch? It's one Alacha? On the halacha that the Mishnah says that you're not allowed to fix a broken bone, we pass and you are allowed to fix a broken bone, but on the halacha that says you're not allowed to fix a dislocated bone or arm or foot, you're not allowed to. In fact, the halacha is that you're allowed to put back a dislocated aver. the aruch passes you could, the Mishnah says, but the Mogadunavim says not, but the, the bottom line is if, certainly, if it's a complete, they explain, a complete dislocation is not part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah is saying, like, you know, what do they call it? Uh, a sprain or whatever it is, but a complete dislocation, pass passes, you can. But the Mishnah says that if it's one of these, it, it's, a, it's a real dislocation, this, this it could definitely cause damage, of course, you let it put it back. That's the halacha. Hadrin Aloch Chavis. Hadrin Aloch Chavis. Hadrun Aloch Chavis. Just want to take a second here. Say Shom Aleichem to some people. David Asmur, Shom Aleichem. Eli Kamiansky said hello to you. Ari Rozovsky. Who else? Avi Mandelbaum, I don't have to say hello to. Abe Newman, Shom Aleichem. By the way, oh, this is a big one. Rabbi Bodenheim. It's a big one. I'll tell you why. Because I was thinking about it. We have Ruving Chait on the second floor. On the second floor. No. What am I talking about? Second floor. So where does your father-in-law live? Oh, also on the second floor. Not good, yeah. So your father-in-law, Dr. Epstein on the second floor. There's only two apartments per floor in this building. Second floor we have Dr. Epstein and Reuven Chait. Next, door-to-door, both part of the shear. Um, and that's it if you would have still been living on the the ground floor then we would have had that floor and me who else that's it so we would, but it's too late you moved. what <laughs> ouch yeah <laughs> okay that's just the inside joke voice I sorry let's keep on moving hold on a second uh, and we have, we have Nachman Seltzer, your son-in-law, who, whatever, that's a different whole story. And Hillel, Shom Aleichem Hillel. Anyways, okay, let's go back to where we are. Says the Mishnah, We're talking about on Shabbos, you're allowed to borrow from your friend, you know, here in Israel, talking about neighbors, that's what neighbors do. Can I borrow some sugar, some brown sugar, can I borrow some oil, some eggs, not on Shabbos, different stuff, they're constantly borrowing stuff. Different Shilas of Rubis not Ribus anyway So they allow this because we're going to see like and but do not use the word halveni. Now if you think about it for a second, does anybody know the difference between Halveni and Hashilani? Is there a difference? Now I know in English it kind of upsets me I'm not such an English guy but Sometimes, especially in Arizstrol, you can find you can hear this. Could you borrow me something instead of lend me? You know, so the word borrow, lend. I'm not saying it's the same words, but in English you also have like similar words that mean maybe s- similar things. So the mission says you cannot use the word halveni; you have to use the word hashileni. And the Gemara is going to explain what the difference is. One halveni is long term, thirty days out. Hashilani is, lend it to me. When I need it back, I'll take it back. So 30 days out is not good. Short term is okay. And so too, you could borrow bread, one from another. And that's what people do. You have extra haMoytzi, just the last Shabbos. Somebody said, I forgot to buy a challah. Could you lend me a challah? No problem. him aminoy. Now what if you have a little problem? You don't trust him, he's going to pay you back the challah. So you say... She said, <coughs> cough up the frack, he gives up the frack, and then after Shabbos he pays back the bread, I guess you can't really say, hey, this is instead of the bread, this is a mashkin, this is this, I already discussed this, I thought I was brilliant, like, when people come to buy our money, so I said, okay, I'll give you money, no problem, but since I have such a bad record of collecting, just give me a mashkin, so... I'm not kidding, I have like a drawer full of jewelry and watches, and nobody wants them back. They're probably all fake. Give me money, and here's like a fake watch, here's a fake piece of jewelry. I actually once took somebody's license, and uh, whatever. A mess, just a mess. I don't know if these things work anymore. People, I, I don't know what it is. People think that, that borrowing money is like, a, the guy gave you a gift. What, he doesn't need it. Ah, big deal. Gneva doesn't apply here for some reason. I don't know why. And it's so annoying because I open up that drawer and I look at these. I don't want them there. They're just taking up room. Get Take them. So we're talking about Shabbos Kodesh, which also happens to be that Motsi Shabbos is going to be Lel Seder. So what do you have to do on Shabbos? You have to bring a carbon Pesach. But I don't have a carbon Pesach. Why? Because I forgot to get one. I was traveling all the way from Chutzlar to Israel until I got there. Da, da, da. I'm tar- I forgot to get a carbon Pesach. Now it's Shabbos. What do I do? Now a carbon Pesach, could, that, that's already an expensive item. Right? Over a thousand shekel, two thousand, whatever it is. So I give you a coin and that's it. I... Uh, I could give you a carbon pesach on Shabbos. I could do basically, It's a transi- transaction on Shabbos. I give you a carbon pesach. You give me a coat. After pesach, on Monday, you come back and take my take the coat back. You pay me, and everything is good. <speaking in Hebrew> on the first day of Cholamoyed, because we're talking about Yerushalayim, so it's Monday. Says <speaking> the <in Hebrew> well, what's the difference over here? Why why can't you use the word halveni, but you can use the word hashilani. Amale We're concerned that he's going to start writing stuff down. Now, Lamashal, like I have uh, the entire Masifta in in Shas because I went through as a magichir, I said Shas, so I have the Masifta. So in Chicago, people knew about it, and a lot of rabbis would come to me and say, could I borrow Baba Kama?" You have to write it down. If you don't write it down, it, it's, a lot of times people forget. They think it's their safer, whatever. You write it down. So a long-term thing, you write down. Something that's only for a few days, whatever, you don't necessarily write it down. So since halveini istam halva shleishim yom, it's 30 days out, so the, the lender might write down on Shabbos. So everybody knows it's a problem to write on Shabbos. Hashileni means... And what's the difference? Because Halvani is more for things like food and money so I don't give back that food. I don't give back that money. So it's long term. But let's say I I lend you a tool, a tool is not long term. I lend you a safer to read from a a, a book or whatever, it's not long term. So I could come back to you at any given time and say hey I want my tool back, I want my book back because it's the same chayfets. So you're you borrowing my car. Uh, I don't lend you my car for 30 days. I lend you for a few hours. For a few, so I don't have to write it down. Oh, Pliny borrowed my car. Because I'm going to get that car back. I'm going to get that tool back. So therefore, when you use the Lush and hashilani, I'm not concerned that the guy is going to go write, write it down. But Halvaini, since it's long term, he's going to write it down. Sometimes in the weekday, a guy says, "Could I borrow this? Could I borrow this thing? Could you let me?" Like they mix up the words. People are not careful how to say Hashilani and "halveni." And even if a guy says "halveni" to your car, you'll give him the car. You don't think, "Oh, he's going to take it for thirty days. He's not a mishugana. He's going to. He needs to do some errands, and he'll give it back to you after after a few hours, after a day." But, but but the guy said Halveni. Okay, he said Halveni. Because people are not careful. So since in the weekday, we those two words are intertwined and people just use them all over the place without being makbed, and the Malva doesn't care that he said it. So maybe in the weekday, the guy will write it down. So maybe on Shabbos he'll write it down. Even using the other word Hashileni, maybe some of them will write it down. Look. He wants to borrow this long term. I better write it down quickly. But he said Alvani. But Alvani can mean Hashilani. I'm sorry, he said Hashilani, but Hashilani can mean Halvani. Maybe it's long term. So I gotta be careful. I gotta write it down. Says Gemara Omale. Bishabos. Keep in Hashileni who the Shoreline But since we made Exera, don't use the word Halvani. Take it out of your dictionary. The only word you can use is Hashilani. Halvani lay shoreley, mikerl misavy osil miktav. Okay, so this is a hacker. People know you got to be careful what word you use on Shabbos. Yes, in the weekday, people use it all over the place, but on Shabbos, don't ever use the word alveni, only ashilani. And that itself is enough to trigger something in his brain and say, wait a minute. Oh, oh, it's Shabbos, I shouldn't write down. Okay. New nothing to do with anything else. We have halachud that on Yontif, anytime you could change the way you're acting while you're doing melachas or whatever you're allowed to do, but you should, if you can, show that it's yantif. So, as the Gemara, mayo. these women, I guess it was their job, the imam ishavid is parach, they put them to work, the women. They were the ones in charge of drawing the water. Hey, it's in the Torah, Rivka, right? The women, that, that's their job. Why is it when they draw water on Yantif, which they're allowed to, because it's a very good thing to drink? You have to drink uh, 10 liters a day, whatever it is. They should make a shinui. There's no, what are you going to do? What exactly are you going to do to make a shinui? How are you going to do it? So, there's a number of things you could do. You could change the size of the bucket. You go to a larger size, a smaller size. You could cover the bucket. But all these things, says the Gemara, don't work. If they use a very large size, you're going to say, hey, it's Yantif, use the smaller size. But at the end of the day, they need 10 liters. So it doesn't matter what size, so they're going to have to draw the water twice. They're going to have to make two trips instead of one. We said that walking is not a good thing on Shabbos. Walking a lot on Shabbos is not good. It's too much work. So they make two trips. You tell them on Shabbos, instead of making two trips, make one trip with a very large bucket. So at the end of the day, they are carrying more, it's heavier, they're working more. We had that whole sugyah, is carrying heavy weight worse than making more trips. Okay, whatever, whatever we come out, but each one has its own khisar. All right, we're turning to Daf Mamechaz Ali Bey, sponsored by Shia Greenfield. The turn of the page, if you're not familiar, the turn of the page is sponsored. He spent $1,000 so that we say that we turned the page. It started by official catering. Turning the page by Shia Greenfield from Green Star Electrical Contracting. So what are you going to say? Nifra Sudra. So you know what? Here's the... Make, make something different. than what? Every time you draw water on yantiv, so put a nice scarf over it. And people are going, what, what's that scarf? Oh, it's yantiv. Okay, so you make a shinui. You show that it's different. You can't put a scarf on it. It's going to make it worse. You're going to come to, to be soichet. And if you look in Teisviz, real quickly, Mikam Raya, Because the sugi the over there in, in Beitza talks about Yaim there's no issue over there. Why? Because there's no, there's no issue, says Tysus, only with water, because water cleans. You're malaben. But if your scarf falls into oil or wine, and you go like this, you're not even says Tysus. You're over if you're cleaning out your scarf with the clean water, but you, nobody's going to clean out a scarf or a beget or I just said a scarf, you know. Any with wine. So perhaps you should cover the, the pail with a pail cover. Well, it has a little string. You don't want it to fall off. If it falls off, it's, so you're going to attach a string. But attaching a string is also. You're adding issues. You don't want to attach a string because then you're going to make a knot on shabbos and it's a problem. These are all not good reasons. Just continue doing what you do and don't worry about it. Now, once we mentioned Rava by Rav so, I always thought that all these Ravas were named after the famous Rava, but you see here, even in the time of Rava, there was another Rava. This is a very important halacha. This is actually a halacha that's going to us on a, day, on a Shabbos basis, every Shabbos. Famous halacha, you're not allowed to clap your hands on Shabbos, Rashi says for Avelos, but it's brought down in Mishnabura and in, in Shekhanarach, it's brought down also for Simcha. So it's Aser not permitted to clap your hands on Shabbos. Why? And these are all because you might come to readjust a cliché. This is part of, of being happy, and singing, and dancing, and music. And you might readjust a musical instrument. And you don't slap your chest. And you don't Dance beyondif. Same Allah applies to Shabbos, obviously. So, just as a, a little bit that I saw in the in the Mishnah I found the beautiful Charet today in Hilchos Kiddush Levana. By the way, whoever whoever didn't um, do Kiddush Levana on Tishah you should you still have time to do Kiddush Levana, You should do Kiddush Levana. But what I found is like this. First of all, halacha number one, I found that they asked Rav Shalom because in our shul, they dance. They like to dance by uh, Kabbalah Shabbos, you know, go around the bima. I, I don't call it a dance really, but it's more like, uh, uh, you know, like that. Says Rav Shalom Zaman that's not considered a real dance. When it comes to chassan, like something special happens, there's a simcha, it's okay. Fine. That's Rav Shalom Zaman But what's interesting that I saw the Sharetzion in Simen Tov Chav it is, this is a long one, Simen Beis, but all the way at, uh, it's in Sharetzion, like Yud Aleph it says here, Sharetzion Yud Aleph. And Sharetzion Yud Aleph says, that the reason why the Shulchan Aruch says, you ever thought about it? how come we don't do Kiddush on Friday night? It would be perfect time. Nobody's in such a rush. You go out of Shul, you do Kiddush why not? So the Mechaber says there's many reasons. But the Shari and he doesn't say what, Shari says because it's going to be so exciting, people are going to dance. Now what dance are we talking about? The Kazachka, well I mean the, the usual dance that they do in Eretz Yisrael after, uh, you know, after uh, Kiddush is like one of those, the same dance that some Zaman Ayarbach is talking about. Yet he says that's Aser. And why he explains very nicely. He says, if simchas Torah, you're allowed to dance. Why? Because it's Kavadat Torah. So for Kiddush Levana, you should be able to dance for Kiddush Levana. But you can do Kiddush Levana on Sunday. You can do it on Matzah Shabbos. So what's the point of, dance, the point of dancing on Shabbos when we can push it off? Simchas Torah, you can't say push it off. Today is the, the Antif. So that's that. So how does that fit in with? Now I do have to point out that there is a Moshe Feinstein that says that since then nowadays this whole reason of fixing your musical instrument is not applicable. Nobody fixes an instrument when they go like this, so it's almost as if chachamim were matarit. That's what he says. He goes into the whole lashon here. I don't know if I could, if I understood it 100 percent, but that's what it says there. They weren't, they weren't massacring it nowadays. They never really went out and said it. He says in those days people didn't keep it anyway. So therefore they were masking to be matter today. Maybe it's some sort of heter. I know there are people that are very much not to dance, not to clap their hands. But I guess Yeshua means listen a little bit on, on, uh, on Ramayisha Feinstein. So the bottom line is the Gemara says like this. It says you shouldn't clap your hands. And it says you shouldn't dance. You see that people don't listen to this halacha. No rav ever tells people, hey, don't dance. Now, I've seen chazanim, we have been in our show. once in a while they go like this. So It said, yes, yes, because it's like simple as tyrants. So he asks him back, I hear your question. How come nobody, nobody makes a machah? So we have a lechi. <clears throat> this, is, this is the mavoi. Here's the roshasarabim, and here's your lechi. I'm just preparing for Erevin. Here we go. The lechi is this brown thing right over here, right? It stands up at the side. You shouldn't sit right there. Don't sit on the border of your mavoi and your roshasarabim. Why? Dilma, we had this. Dilma, megandere lechefetz something that you're holding in your hand is going to roll off. and you're going to go grab it from the Shurab and bring it into the mabay. Vaka hazinon nami. Now the goyis here instead of the word nami nashi. We see that the women because again women are in charge of drawing water. They sit there with their pails waiting to go draw water. Right where? Right by the Lechi. Ah, maybe the pail is going to roll into Rosh Hashem and they are going to go get it. And nobody says a word to them. Ella, the famous concept. Hanach Let them go, let them be. It's better that people should make that mistake and make them a shogging. Don't tell them the real halacha. Why? Because anyway, what, what are you showing me? It's not working, Yosef. Hold on. How come I can't unmute you? Yeah, YouTube What's is frozen. YouTube frozen. Who's here, Faggy? Can you check what's going on with the with your phone? Why is it frozen? Maybe somebody called I it. Think we can hear you. I know. It's down to the video. Oh, they could hear me on YouTube, but the video. Low battery. Yeah, we had that the other day. Oh, it's low battery. Plug it in. Hold on. Oh. Um, here, you know what? Here, take this thing. Let's see. Yeah, plug this in over there. No, but something's plugged in. No, it's it's uh there's a thing there. <laughs> no, there's a thing over here, right over there, yeah, thanks. All right, sorry, this is the first time in two years that I, I, I spoke to my wife during share. it's amazing, wow, and it happens to be our anniversary, 26 years, amazing, okay? Says the Gemara, and listen to this, it took 26 years for me, to remind her that our anniversary, she didn't, she had no clue <laughs> happens, after all those years I got the revenge <laughs> you didn't, what, you didn't remember? yeah so you say <laughs> it's better that people shouldn't do the Havera because you're going to tell them that it's the Isidara and, or whatever it's the rabbanon to the stand there by the lechi and, the, and not to clap. The rabbanon, sorry, the rabbanon, they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to. Now, what if you know that they are going to listen? Then <laughs> you of course. But you know these people. Eh, These rabbanon. Eh, so it's not good to to mess with them. Let them be over b'shoygig and not to be over b'mezin. So the gemara says, "Sover mino hanemili rabbanon." This idea of shusheigim bayum azidim is bider rabbanu. Avodaraisa loy. If somebody, if you see somebody being over avodaraisa, still no good. What now? Vibe, ishti, beisi. There's a there's a static to the to the to the phone to YouTube. Okay, hold on. We're gonna make a quick fix here. One second. Sorry, guys. That's what happens when you're doing it all by yourself. One second. second. Is that better? alright <laughs> you All right. Y'all say, is it better? Less static? All right. Can we learn Torah Voice? Shkoyah, for the song. Ah! Not gonna make it to one of those. Um, Classic or whatever the Oilam the, the singing that. Who's turning my camera? What's going on here? Shkoyach. Thank you. Leave it as is. Thanks. Says the Gemara. Sorry, boy, Safer. If you're on YouTube, I apologize. If Gershon, behave. All right. Zok the Gemara. Yeah. The only other person, maybe it's Yosef. Yosef, that was you? I did not give permission to do that. So go into the settings. That's very strange. We have to figure it out. Okay. No, because you asked me for permission to do my camera, and I said yes. And then Yosef asked. That's, but that's it. You have to have permission, no? I guess not. All right. Whoever it is, please stop moving the camera. Thank you. Zogding I would think that when it comes to the rice, it's the rice or a boy side. It doesn't matter. It's the rice. So I have to tell somebody, be careful, and you're about to be over the rice. Even the rice, You see somebody about to be Michal Shabbos, and they're Amaratim, And they're, they're better not to tell them, because if you're going to tell them, then they're really. You see a guy about to go into a car in Shabbos, he knows very well. You start telling him, "Hey, you know it says in the Torah this that <laughs> he's going to do it anyway. So why make him do it with be'isur b'mezid when, with whatever svaris he has, he's my heter and he thinks it's only the Rabbana. I'll prove it to you. Says the Gemara, yom that you must add a little bit for yom kippur." So, it says in the pasuk, one pasuk it says, in pasuk Chav Zayin, Ach bo'osol ha-choydash hazeh, right? It says that Yom Kippur is on the 10th day, that we know. So the problem is, why does it say over here, in the middle of the pasuk, V'inisi misnafshi seichim, besishol ha-choydash. What's p'shat? Is it the 9th day or is it the 10th day? Which one is it? So, from here, we learn the idea that you have to add a little bit to Yom Kippur. Gershon, maybe go out a little bit so you could see this. Ah, um, oh, whatever. Says the Gemara. But you see that people go to the last millisecond. They want to chaper as much food as they can. They're scared of the fast. They go all the way, all the way to Bein Hashmoshes. And that's the Doi Raisa. The Torah tells you to add a little bit of Yom Kippur. And it's better not to say anything. Says the Gemara, We learned in the Mishnah of Kikaris. If you tell, if you use the right language, you say Halveni. you don't say Hashileni. So a woman could borrow bread from her neighbor. Ask the Gemara, what's going on here? We, there's a machlaikas like this. There's a concept of saw besaw. When it comes to ribbis, even when it comes to, let's say, if I give you a bushel of wheat, you cannot return a bushel of wheat. Why? Even today. They have a market. Wheat has a market. So what happens if the market goes up? the value of the wheat goes up, and by the time I return it to you, I, bought, I borrowed $100 worth of wheat, and today, that same bushel cost $150. So now I'm giving you back $150. is, do we say the same thing, saw in a loaf of bread? Hillel says yes, others say no. So, if I borrow a loaf of bread, and then tomorrow... She gives me back a loaf of bread. What if the loaf of bread went up in value? The wheat and the bread cost more, and now I'm giving her back more. Menachem Mata requested to control my camera. What is going on here now? I'm sure Gary can, just... Maybe he's the... Who zoomed it in? Did he? Or this guy? Shkoyach. Okay, that's better. So, the Gemara's Medayek, that it says that a woman could borrow bread on Shabbos. But what about... What about... During the weekday? It says the Gemara, It seems like that the mission is not like Hilo. You. you should never... Lend a loaf of bread to your friend until you convert it to cash. You see, I'm giving you a loaf of bread. This loaf of bread costs two dollars. You either give me back a loaf of bread or two dollars. Because if the wheat goes up in value, then this might be Gemara, No, this could go like kilo. Ha in our Mishnah, it's talking about where there's a known price everybody knows a loaf of bread I think here in Israel I don't know I, I didn't really buy bread lately but I think in Israel there's a certain price there's a fixed price the government the subsidized that people know how much a loaf of bread costs it's not a that's not like a it's a very known thing so but answer the kids don't mail, there's a there's a certain price and therefore you could borrow bread I'll pay it back I know what it's, what the value is there's a known value you don't even have to say that this is worth two dollars because it is two dollars Everybody knows two dollars so if the price goes up, all I'm going to give you back is $2. In a place where it's unknown, therefore you have to decide, you have to convert it to cash. Says the Gemara of amazing Allah. Itmar. And the same thing obviously applies to Shabbos. If you borrow bread on Shabbos, You can't, there's nothing, you can't go to Bezden on it. It's at your own risk. You lend, you borrow, it's at your own risk. Rav Yosef Amar, L'Nitoli Tova, V'Rabba Amar, The famous duo, right? We have Abayim Ravah, Rav Yerush Rabbi Rav and Rav Yosef, Rav Shmuel, Rabbi Rav Yosef. So one says, you can't go to Besden, it's, it's your fault, it's your thing. And Rabbi says, Nitoli you can go to Besden. Rav Yosef Amar, L'Nitoli Tova, the Amar's Nitoli Tova, Ossin L'michtav. If it's something that you go to Bezdin, so people are gonna be careful, and so this is just based on trust. I trust you, you're gonna pay me back. There's no writing down, there's nothing going on here. But if there's a khsarna trust, now we have to be careful, people are gonna start writing. But Rabbi says no. The If I can't take the guy to Besdin, he won't he won't he won't land. This is a this is a question of Simchas Yontav. I want people to be happy at Yontav. So if they know that they have no... they have no There's no way... I, if the guy denies it, they'll never get it back. So th- there'll be less lending, less lending, less Simchas Yontif. So you say, you know what? You can go to bez. Says <laughs> the gemara Kasher. Nah, what about an Arab Mishnah? You give him a talus. tova. Ask the, the Gemara a very simple question. Everybody's going to say, "What's the question?" But why do you have to give a talis? Just take him to Bezdin. Ask the Gemara. No, so what's the obvious answer? Take him. To, who wants to go to Bezdin? Okay, that's why I give a talis. I do But if I could take him to Bezdin, I'm in. Lidin, him Let him give him, and they'll slap him to Bezin afterwards. Okay, makes lessons. I don't want to. I don't want to go to Besan. No, who wants to go to Besan? It's a pain in the neck. So it's better for me to take a, a talis instead of taking out to Bezin. But that's not a right. that you, you could. You can't go to Bezin. Moser Ravidi Bar Ovin. is a part of the shana. All right, I gotta show you what I did after Shabbos. Here we go. You get it? No? All right, I'll explain. You have Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Oh, I don't think I saved it, Yosef, sorry. That's a problem. Okay. Sunday is Chav Elol Pei, this year, Chav Elol Pei. This is really unimportant, and this is not important, we are discussing Monday. What is Monday? A lot of colors, a lot of things going on. Monday is possibly the first day of Rosh Hashanah. You see over here, Aleph Rosh Hashanah, in yellow. But Monday comes after Sunday, and it's possible that Monday, the first day of Rosh Hashanah, Since Sunday is Choftes Elul, maybe this guy is red. And red is Lamed Elul. It's very possible that Monday is in fact the last day of Elul. It's not even the beginning of the new year. It's just another weekday called Monday. Not Rosh Hashanah. I don't know where Rosh Hashanah is. So it's possible that this month Elul, is a muberis. muber, muber means it's a 30-day month. If it's a 30-day month, then it's not Rosh Hashanah. But it's possible that it's blue. Chaser, it's a 29-day month, and therefore, it's in fact the first day of Rosh Hashanah. So what do I do? I go to Shul, I blow the shoifer, I do the simonim at the table, the whole thing, I do the whole thing. It's possible that I'm a, just a regular Monday weekday, and I have to be careful that's maybe Rosh Hashanah, so that's why I'm Machber Rosh Hashanah. It's also very possible that it's, in fact, Rosh Hashanah. It's a big Yontif called Rosh Hashanah. So that's why I do two days. So the following day is Tuesday, and it's the second day Rosh Hashanah. It's for sure Tufshin Pei Aleph. Now this this day right over here, this Monday, it's either Tufshin Pei, the last day of Tuftsh and Pei, or the first day of Tav Aleph. What's the difference? Very big difference. Because there's a that all loans are cancelled on the final, final day of Rosh Hashanah, of, of the year, of Shemitah. So this day right over here happens to be the last, last day of a Shemitah year, perhaps. Or maybe this was the last day of the Shemitah year. I don't know, maybe the green? Or maybe over here? What happened was, there was a bunch of people that got together and they bought an animal, on Rosh Hashanah, on this day. So one guy paid for it and he divided out between everybody. Now if it's the last day of Tav so he's up a creek, he doesn't get any of his money back. Because the last day of, Rosh, of the year of Shemitah cancels all loans. So all the money that they owed him, we'll, we'll, we'll say it's a loan, not to get into detail, it's a loan. Not a, they didn't purchase, they, it's a loan. So he doesn't get any of his money back because it's actually a weekday and it's the last, last day of that year, of Shemitah year, and the last day of the Shemitah year, you don't get your money back, or it's the first day of tafshin pay Aleph, and it's yantiv, and Shemitah is seven years from now, he has nothing to worry about, he's going to get paid. Chab what's going on here? Nachamal, let's just say it one more time. There's three days here. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. This is Chavtas Elul right over here. And this right over here, I don't know. It is a big unknown. This could be red, which is Lamed Elul, which means it's the day after Chavtas Elul, but still Elul, and it's still part of Tavshim Pei, and still Shemitah or this day, it's all in the same day, or this day could be the first day of the next year, it's Aleph Tishrei, and it's a chaser, Uber. that means this month was a, was a month of 29 days, and therefore this is Tafshin Pei Aleph, I don't know if you can read it, it's in very light lettering, Tafshin Pei Aleph. MMA so let's see it inside. Maybe this, uh, this chart made it more complicated than it is, it might be simpler. Then the chart. Maybe the chart ruined it. Says the Gemara. Toshma. No, sorry. Where are we? It's six lines from where it becomes wide. Ravidi Khilka Hashanah. He shechted an animal. And he divided it between his buddies. They're all going to pay him. But as Rosh Hashanah. The first day of Rosh Hashanah. If Elul was a 30 day month, it's a pregnant month. In other words, it has another day, a 30 day month, Mishamit. And that year happens to be a Shemitah year, and Shemitah is Mishamit. Shemitah has the power to cancel all loans, unless you're at a Prusbel. It cancels all loans, and when does it happen? At the le- very last moment of the year. So, therefore, this guy doesn't get any of his money back. Vimlav, and if it happens to be the first day of, Rush- of the year, it happens to be the first day of Tishrei, There's no Shemitah. So, he gets paid back. Ask the Gemara, But when did this guy do the whole loan? On the first day of Rosh Hashanah. But Rabbi Yosef says that on Yontif you cannot go to a As Ask the Gemara if you can't go to a may mishameth. So what difference does it make if the loan is cancelled or not? You can't go to bezdin anyway. So a lot of Rishonim have a question here. So, But maybe the guy wants to pay. But if it's Shemitah he doesn't have to pay. It's cancelled. Halachic he doesn't have to pay. But over here he does not want to pay. Fine," says the Gemara. "Shani hasam." Very simple answer. What's the answer, Rabbi Yosef? You should come up with it yourself. What's the question? If he loaned money in an animal, right over here on red and red and blue, this day, which is a Suffolk day, so I get to go to Besdin. According to Rabbi Yosef, he can't take the guy to Besdin. Why? Because Rabbi Yosef says if you do a deal on Yantif. There's no bezdin. Bezdin doesn't care about you. But the answer is, but it was a weekday. Yes, you did all the simonim and you ate the head of the fish, even though you hate the head of the fish. And you heard the sheifer and everything, and the, the, the whole thing. He sat in shul for, for six hours straight for no reason. It wasn't Yantif. It, it, it was Lamed Elul. It was the last day. It was just a weekday. It was Monday. And on Monday, if you lend money to your friend, you do go to Bezdin. Igloi milsa dechalu. Okay, that's on the tzad. That's a weekday. Now, what about if it's Yantiv, Tashma meseifah. Let me prove to you on the other side because that day could go both ways. It could be Yantiv. It could be a weekday. Imlav. Now, if it's a chaser month of Elul is only twenty-nine days. In other words, today is Rosh Hashanah Mamish. It's Yantiv Yantiv. Now it's Yantiv. If it's Yantiv, it's not Shemitah anymore. It's a new year. It's the it's the day after Shemitah. So therefore, everybody owes money for this animal. Now, if you do a deal on Yantiv and you tell me today is Rosh Hashanah, it's Yantiv, and I could go to Bezdin. great. So I have to tell you, you could go to Bezden, but according to Rav Yosef, if you do a deal, you lend somebody money on Yontif, over here in this case, he lent meat on Yontif, I can't take him to Bezden, what does it mean? Not over here the, the wording means, just Hebrew, how do, you, how do you read this? Meaning, what is the meaning of I I Why can't, finished I can't go to Besden so why are you telling me like I could go to Bezdin. I could do something about it. there's nothing you can do about it if you lend meat on Yantif, there's nothing you can do if the guy wants to pay you back great if he doesn't want to pay you back you can't go to Bezdin. so what are you telling me Aor Meshamit? oh by the way you could do something about it Shemitah didn't cancel it who cares if the cancels it does it's not dependent on that it's dependent on the life if he wants to pay you back or not it's yantiv. you have no recourse, you can't go to a Says the Gemara, the Yav Because I'm telling you, that if he pays you, you can take the money. That's what it means, inu Mishnahmet. If, if... Ay, what a sheer, what an unbelievable. This is from the classics, and on top of that, a whole cup of water just fell on me. Alright, Unbelievable. Doing, I can't wait till we get back to this Medrash. Ah, Avelos. Zog the Gemara. Elo, i amres lo yinit tova yitova, mayerim shamit. The leh shakal. Says the Gemara, M'chal deray she yoyev leh. So it's mashma, that the first part of the Mishnah, if it is shmita, again, the second part of the Mishnah over there is saying two things. Either it's Yontif or not Yontif. If it's Yontif, in other words, it's not Shemitah. So there's no cancellation of loans. So if the guy decides to pay you, you take it. Great. Now what if it is Shemitah and the guy decides to pay you? What's the Allah then? lo leh Lo Loishakil, what? You can't take it? If, if I lend the guy $1,000 and Shemitah comes and is mevatoleth, Cancels it. And the guy says here, here's the thousand dollars. I can't take it. He says Gemara, you could, but there's a condition. You, When the guy comes with money, you have to say, by the way, it's Shemitah and it's canceled. And then if he pushes and he says, but take it anyway, fine. Now in the second part, where it's not Shemitah anymore, he doesn't have to say, it. it says in the Mishnah what does it mean Bishweis? Again, Hebrew. What does it mean? is, not on Shemitah, but it means when there's Hilcha Shemitah, when Shemitah is there as a as concept, like in the time of the Mikdash, Bashvi In other words, because it's after Shemitah. Or before it's not what happened was Shemitah came and went. And now the guy, he has a loan that he really doesn't have to pay. It was canceled. And he comes and he pays it anyways. He's a nice guy. So, Amar Khoi Bashviz, by the way, it's a great trick. You borrow, let's say, $100, and then Shemitah comes and cancels the loan. So then you go to the guy and say, listen, here's the $100. The guy says, no, you don't have to pay me. Shemitah was here. So you say, no, 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 I I want to pay you back. I want to pay you back. So he takes the money, and then you go back to him, you say, could I have $10,000? Of course he's gonna give it to you because you're such a tzaddik. You paid even when you didn't have to. See, that's the oldest trick in the book. Fine. So, when somebody comes to pay you back, you say, Listen, you don't have to pay me back. It's called shmita. You don't have to pay. And if the guys insist on paying back, he can have a minute, then you can take it from him. Why? There's words that you have to say. It is shmita. You don't have to pay me. Now, so what do you do if you lend some somebody something on yontif? So, guy wants something nice. He wants a. Uh, an expensive piece of silver. So on Yantif, he would take a mashkin from him. He would take a lateral. Rabbi Ba'ullah, Mari Marume, Rabbi Ba'ullah had a different thing. He had a trick. He would give you, what do you want? You want $100 worth of food? Here, take. Right after Yantif, you'd go knocking on the guy's door, knock, knock. Yeah. Could I borrow $100 worth of fish? Yeah. And then when the guy wanted his stuff back, you'd say, okay, but you have to pay me back the first thing. So he had his collateral, but it was after Yantiv. This Allah Rashi brings on the spot: it's אסור to be magdish an animal on Shabbos. You're not allowed. To. However, in a situation where you're in a jam, you have to bring a carbon Pesach. Today is Erev Pesach, and I have to bring a carbon. So magdishov in pischa v'shabbos v'chagigosa a Chagiga, Karme Chagiga. Every person has to bring a Karme Chagiga on every of the Shalish Reh So, And I forgot. So I do it on Yant of itself. Says the Gemara. Who says this? Rabbi Yoichonov. Neim saye, La'yavar, Proof to Rabbi Yoichonov. Achene, Erev Pesach, Yisholayim, Shechali, Yos, Besabbos, Maniach, Talis, Yetzloi, Venay, Tav Look, it says in our Mishnah Mephush, if I forgot to bring a carbon Pesach, all I do is I go to the 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 carbon pesach store, and I buy a carbon pesach on Shabbos, but I don't give him cash. I give him my coat. So it says, but what am I going to do with it A Shabbos? Oh, you could be magdish a carbon pesach on Shabbos. You see that you could be magdish You could uh, what, how do you say magdish in English? You could desecrate it. You can you magdish. Uh, you know what it means. You say this is my carbon pesach. Says Gemara, no, no raya from our Mishnah. This carbon was already kadosh way before Pesach, way before of Pesach. You just want to be one of the people, one of the partners in this carbon. So you give the guy a coat, you're a partner. But the actual Hegdash happened before Shabbos. You don't have a raya that you're allowed to do Hegdash on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, but wait a minute. It says, You're oh, not allowed to. So there's a halacha that you cannot gather people on Yantav to buy. Stop, to purchase an animal. That's like buying, that's like doing a. And certainly, if you can't do it on Yantav, you can't do it on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Shani Hacha, in the Rugalets loy. So. If you can't be part of it, you can't be, be a part of a, a purchasing group. so how could you be part of it? How could you come on Yuuntif and say, yeah, I want to be part of it. Says the Last year, he's also part of it. This guy is a known partner. So as if they got him there. They already had him in mind for the partnership. It's not something new for Chavez.. You could go to a shepherd that is used to you. He knows you. And he gives him a sheep. He's Magdisha right there. Since the shepherd knows him. So he knew that he's going to come on Shabbos. He said, where is this guy? He's probably late. Okay, let me be Magdisha on Friday. And it's for him. says, Gemara, magdish Tani. But it says that on Shabbos he should be magdishit. How can you say he did it on Friday? What's the lashon? So he gives him the sheep for his when on Shabbos. and the guy who gets his sheep makes it kaddish right there and then on Shabbos. Says the Gemara. What happened was the shepherd was magdishit on Friday. Just because you showed up on Shabbos. Rabbanan said, do Hegdish again, you have to say, hey, this is Kaddish, but it already was Kaddish, you didn't do anything on Shabbos. Rabbanan made you do it again. Rabbanon <speaking in Hebrew> say such a thing? That you're allowed to be Magdish a Karben Pesach on Shabbos, you're allowed to be Magdish a Karben Chagiga on Shabbos. <speaking in Hebrew> this is the fifth time in the Mesech the Gemara says these exact words, asking a question from this idea that Rabbi Yochanan says that the law is like a Stam Mishnah, and the Stam Mishnah seems to contradict Rabbi Yochanan. We just had it the other day, and we said, oh, there was a name at the end of the Mishnah. A funny name, Rav Chanid Choy or something. ha is Mishnah. Utna, On Yantiv on Shabbos, you're not allowed to be Magdish. You're not allowed to say this animal is Kaddish. But he, here he just said, you're allowed to be Magdish in Pesach. Rabbi Yehon said, "You're allowed to be Magdish bezak." I don't Look at this Mishnah: Loi magdishin, you can't make something kaddish on Shabbos. Loi ma'richin, you can't say erki alai or whatever value that that person has. I want to do for the basis of Mishnah. Vlei of hegdish. Vlei truma is a meiser, I can't take truma meiser. It's like a, it's a inter, it's um no, it's a you can't do mekachom memgar in Says the Gemara: Call elu beyond the vamru All these things. Are on Yatav and certainly not on Shabbos. So like, like, kam kam this carbon Pesach, he has no choice. He's here on Shabbos. He forgot his carbon Pesach? So says Rabbi be Magdish on Shabbos. To be Magdish Tama Whatever carbon on Shabbos, when you're gonna bring it on a on a Tuesday, that's what the Mishnah says you're not allowed to do. But boys say, Have a great week. We'll start from the Mishnah tomorrow. Tomorrow, usual time, at 7.15. And now, Gershen, you can unmute everybody if you want. Ah, to Sorry. What happened? Oh, it was you? No, it was Menachem Kamenetsky. so. Sorry. Oi vey, I said, Ugh, oh, sorry.